Mic check. It's too low. Oh, man. Mic check, mic check, check, check. Mic check. I'm still low. Check. Mic check. That's better. Thank you. That's twice as much as it usually is, soft ears. I couldn't hear myself. Mm, I need to hear myself. Sound, the sound of my own voice. It's the flavor. It's the flavor. That's your savor. Love savor. <laughs> it's the flavor. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do this. <clears throat> you ready, Chief? That's right. That's what they call me. Chief Rock Ski? What is it? Chief La Rock. I thought you took the law out. I said I wanted to be a ski. (laughs) I spelled it wrong. I think it's ski, like S-K-E-E. No, it's S-K-I. That's like skiing. Yeah, it's ski. You you know what I mean? You're floating. You're you're, you're moving. Smooth. Can you actually ski? Have you ever gone skiing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You point it inwards. (laughs) That's the pizza stuff. That's for people who don't know what they're doing. That's the pizza. Hold on. Wow. This ready for three seconds. Right. We're going. This is a production, okay? We got we're on a schedule. Yeah, a serious, Other people need serious. to get in here and use the mics. Yeah. This is a studio. Okay. And three. Two. No, you don't sniffle. <laughs> ready? I'm gonna mute your ass. You do anyway. No, I don't. Drink up. Three, two. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You ready? You got it out of your system? I'm ready. Mine can't even write. (sighs) Mic check, mic check. I think we already did that. Ah, here we go again. Miriam Tazi in the house. Malcolm Riddle, mm, mm, the chief. Mm. That's right. That's what they call me. <laughs> the chief. They call, she, she's making funny people. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. She's making fun, but that's all right. I like calling you the chief. I, I like it. Dude. You like calling me the chief, huh? <laughs> I kind of do. I don't think the people know what we're talking about. It's okay. I can still call you the chief. And people, welcome to another episode of American Riddle. She's making me laugh over here. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a joke, an inside joke, because I've been saying they call me. I've been trying to think of a new name I want to call my an AKA, if you will. Because you know we, I like to use. Yeah, AKA. but aren't other people supposed to give you the AKA? Like you can't sometimes name you yourself get, because you the names anoint- you've given yourself in the past have not been that uh, successful. What do you I'll mean? Say. At the time they were Doc Chill. That's right. That was never Doc Chill. <laughs> I doubt you were you ever I mean? chill. <laughs> One of a kind. You know what I mean? Gives you the thrill. Doc Chill in the bill. Gives you the thrill. That's right. You know what I mean? I was Kid Fresh. Kid Fresh. When I did graffiti. I like Kid Fresh, but you're not a kid. I I was a kid when I gave myself the AKA. But now, Doc Chill never. But Chief is kind of like, I like that. They call me the Chief. I like that. It has Uh, some authority. Chief (laughs) LaRock. Chief LaRock Ski. (laughs) Always wanted to be a ski. We're talking about hip hop. And hip-hop names, go figure. And uh, that's what's up, people. So, yeah, we're just moving along. Managed to get some time in the studio. A little bit, yeah. And once again, it's on. You know what I mean? I'm sitting here with my co-host with the most, Mariam Tazi, a.k.a. the African with attitude, people. Mm. Let me turn this down so we can get right into it. And a.k.a. the chief. Mm. 
That's right. So when you see me, you call me. <laughs> what are they going to call me? The chief. That's like a sudden, abrupt turn off of hey, the man, music. You know, I get. I, I don't have an engineer. Straight, okay, straight going to into it. 2017. I you know finishing 2016 and still. No engineer, so it ain't easy. When you got to do all this yourself, yeah, but you, you know, can. We don't need to help. You need that's right. Whatever. You don't that's need right. I can else. run it. You know what I mean? If yeah, I you're have doing to, fine. And if you, I bet you, even if you had somebody, you would critic. You would criticize. No, I might relax. I might relax a little bit more. You just be to that just, chill. Just, yeah, just, just <laughs> sit back and just know it's in good hands, and all I got to do is talk. I don't think you would trust that person. Yeah, I would. It would take you a while. No, if they, you know, as long as they know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling you. Meaning that you wouldn't think that they knew. The world's going crazy though. Meaning. You know what I mean? While we're in the studio. Right now. Yeah, man. Or you've been watching the news. I avoid the news, to be honest. You know, you're almost better off because it's frustrating and the news is just one loop. I mean, I still read the news. I don't watch the news, but reading it is a little bit different. Um, But no, I I try not to be like, I avoid the news. I just, when I watch TV, for example, I watch... As long as you're not staying in a bubble. Distracted. No, I'm still aware. I'm aware, but I don't... I don't know what the word is, brainwash myself with that information or upset myself, you know, purposefully. Um, so I, I I get the highlights, but I don't dwell on it. One of the things I saw recently that got under my skin was, did you see this video going around? It's, it's been playing on the news, I guess, uh, one of the, and not to get all political, you know, because we've been, you know, we, we I think we've done a, a good job of not getting caught up in the madness about this uh, mm. presidential election. But you have to be aware of what's going on. Sometimes history has a way of repeating itself in, in many forms and sometimes on up to the upper echelon of, yeah. uh, of politics. What but video are you talking about? Recently, I guess, uh, this, this guy was sucker punched. Did you see that? No. He was jade. You know what I mean? He was he was he was sucker punched right in the face. For what? It happened a while ago at a at a at a rally, I guess uh, at a at a Trump rally. His his cat was uh, protesting Donald Trump. Wait, was he, this during his like? This is when he was running for president. Okay, so it was still during his candidacy. Yeah, but, uh, but I guess it went to court. Let's see if I can get the. Uh, oh, you got video. Yeah, Look got at you video. prepared. Well, kind of. I did it on the fly. Okay. Um, while I was. Heating this, up the mics. I can't see shit. Well, turn it. I will. Turn the monitor That's a little heavy, bit. That's heavy ass monitor. Well, yeah, it's, it's mounted to the studio wall. You can't, you know. <laughs> this is high technology, it Miriam. Is. It's okay. like going into an NBC studio. <clears throat> exactly I mean, like what that. What the fuck? I gotta, like, you know, train you. Let's see if we can get this potted up so the listeners can hear. But anyway, this guy, this cat was uh, protesting. At a rally, and he got punched. By another audience member? Yeah, supporter for Donald Trump. And, you know, the long and short is, again, you have to be... It's like, you know, when I I tell my son certain things, aspects of life, whether you agree or not, uh, if you stand for something, you speak up for something, you know, for the cause you believe in. Especially if it's a a just cause, but not... not I thought you were going to say you don't resort to violence. No, no, no. Well, wait... Well, I'll get to that. But in this case, again, if you're if you're protesting, you have to understand the type of shit that exists around you. You have to be aware. Mm-hmm. You know, not everyone plays by the rules. Yeah. And there is an element out there of uh of hatred that can do harm to you. It doesn't matter what side you're on. I've seen people from the left 
you know what I mean, uh, that get extremely aggressive with the ones on the right when they're protesting. No one is free of sin when it comes to this. But you, at the same time, you have to be aware that in the climate we're in, evil does exist, and it's lurking. You have to be. Yeah. And if not, you're going to get sucker punched like this cat was at this, you know, at this juncture uh, in, 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 in protesting. So let's mm. just play the newsreel uh, clip. New video capturing a Trump supporter sucker punching Rakeem Jones in the face. The attack as deputies were escorting Jones away after disrupting Ooh. a Trump rally in North Carolina last night. Jones yelling at the jeering crowd before he was blindsided. Get out of here. Go home to mom. Sheriff's deputies walking right by the attacker, instead going after Jones. You ain't got a gun Walking as I turn, as soon as I turn, he hit me dead in my eye. 78-year-old John McGraw was unrepentant, speaking to Inside Edition. Knocking hell out of that big mouth. He deserved it. The next time we see him, we might have to kill him. Oh, Today, and that's he was not a arrested big mouth. and charged with assault. Tonight, the Trump campaign tells NBC News the incident was unfortunate, that they have no control over their supporters' behavior, and take significant measures to keep attendees safe. Still, it's exactly the kind of behavior some believe Trump has encouraged when protesters interrupt his massive rallies. Who's protesting? Anybody? Oh, get out of here. I'd like to punch him in the face, I'll tell you. I love the old days. You know what they used to do to guys like that when they were in a place like this? They'd be carried out on a stretcher, folks. Just knock the hell. I promise you, I will pay for the legal fees. I promise. And tonight, new allegations that hit even closer to home for the campaign. Yeah, Trump- so, I mean, I think we get the, we get the gist based off of that, uh, in your case, video reel. Uh, courtesy of Inside Edition, and uh, for the listeners, the audio, I think you can you can get a clear-cut picture. But regardless on which side you, you're on, when you incite that, right, right, and 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 when you're, when you're on a platform, a national, not even that, a global platform uh, of running for the president of the United States, this sends a a, a clear message to 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 people that you know that. Let's just, I mean, I can just say it. It just aren't really balanced, right? I mean, you think about that. I mean, you saw, you saw the guy. That's a nice way to put it. Well, something that isn't nice is what I think my, uh, you know, what my response would be into something like this. Because when you, when you brought it up earlier about quote unquote being nonviolent, I think you should be nonviolent unless violence is inflicted on you and there's nowhere to go and you need to defend yourself. He in didn't even ca- do anything, no. and he's well, the one who got tackled. He, he, the guy who got sucker punched was the one who got tackled. And again, that goes back to... Uh, when he was already leaving the venue, he had been kicked out. That, so he did absolutely nothing. Why is he being attacked? Again, being like tackled because he got punched and he got tackled. The old man should have been stopped and kicked out as well. Why is it just the guy who was, who was protesting? That makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, but no. you're not going to defend yourself against the the cops because you you know there's another threat involved there. So, what's the point? Like you can't even voice your own opinion. It makes no sense. I agree with you, and I agree that uh, you know I, when it comes down to it, you have to protect yourself. You have to protect yourself in, in a case like this when you go in harm's way. And make no mistake about it. When 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 when. But how do you protect yourself when, against a sucker punch? No, well you're going to get hit. That's what I was going to say. When you protect yourself, you have to be aware when you go into a situation, when you go into protest, that A, violence can be inflicted on you 
and you may get arrested or worse. Yeah. You have to be aware. Yeah. When they quote when 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 the government or when when the powers that be tell you to demonstrate, but do it peacefully. They want to control you. Right. They want to control you in some fashion. But they still bring out the big guns, you know what I mean? And don't mean? be black or don't be a person of color. You know what I mean? And and that's what it comes down to it, you know. Sometimes I don't want to hear, you know, sometimes when I listen to myself, I'm like, am I being racist? You know what I mean? I think, like, is there a better way to say? But the the if you look at the history of this country, don't be a person of color and and try to speak up about your rights or something that, that just... It's sad, but it's true. It's true in a way, you know, because it's like, you know, there is a lack of respect that exists out there. And um, I feel like now, I'm not going to get into the whole Trump thing, but I just, you know, now that he's going to be our our very close future president. um, He is. He, like, I feel like a lot of people are coming out and like... Well, you have to understand something too. And more vocal yeah. about their racism, yeah. like and it's accepted now. Sure, which sure. is it's game on. It's game yeah. on. Yeah, and, and that just doesn't and sit well with me. You well, know. Well, well, a couple of things don't sit well with me when people also on the left when they say, "Oh, it's just ignorant people," and uh, you know, Southern people that are this way. But that's not the case. There are very smart people that voted for Trump. There are people from different walks of life, even different. Different backgrounds. I mean, you can have an opinion that someone who voted for Trump is not smart. Like well, that's my that's point an is, opinion. My point you know, is, you can't d- negate that. You know, I mean, yes, maybe they're successful, you know, in business, but I don't know if I would necessarily call them intelligent human beings. No, they are. They, they, there are some that possess an intelligence that allows them to uh, sustain a lifestyle in their environment. Uh, but but their your best interest, if you're a person that is different from them, is not the first thing in mind. Their fellow man, their brother and their sister, that's not what's in, in mind. So th- what you see is manifesting is something that has been hibernating. You see what I'm saying? So any hatred, any any uh, um, uh, tendencies that they have to someone that isn't like them, now it's game on. This is what you're seeing. And the fact is it's endorsed. Permission has been given. That makes and that's it's, disgusting to me. Well, it's it's a reality, and it's a reality that I'm not saying it's right. Believe me, I'm not saying it's right. And it people just should is. It's been there. I've lived it. I lived it in the '70s. I lived it in the '80s. Lived it in the '90s. And uh, yeah, we got a we got a cool run for a minute, but uh, uh, you know, it, there's a there's a lot out there, and there's a lot at stake. And I think people should stand up. People should protest. But you can expect shit like this to happen. And if you think for a minute that it hasn't been happening, I mean, look at all the brothers and sisters that have lost their lives for nothing, for nothing. You see it on the news. You see it on video. You see it all, all the time. Audio issue. Uh, you see it all the time. But uh, uh, this isn't a new thing. I mean, li- listen to this video right here. Same cat that, that sucker punched my man. Let's see. Excuse me, sir. Did you like the event? Uh, I like it. Yeah, did you like the event? You bet I liked it. Yeah? What'd you like about it? Knocking hell out of that big mouth. <laughs> you know what? I, I saw you take a, what looked like a swing and a push at a protester tonight. Can you tell me why? Well, number 
number one, we don't know if he's ISIS. We don't know who he is, but we know he's not acting like an American. And cussing me and cussing in front of Spain, stick his face in my head. If he wants it laid out, I'll lay it out. So you deserved it? Every bit of it. What was that? Yes, he deserved it. The next time we see him, we might have to kill him. We don't know who he is. He might have him up with the terrorist organization. Isn't that a little intenser? Well, I hope it is. But they're they're doing it in France, aren't they? Thanks for your time. What? So what you have there, okay, is... You're telling me this person is smart? No, no, no. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying in this case. But see, this this is how homicides and lynchings are justified. Okay, this this is a very serious problem because if if you get caught and you're out in a neighborhood where you think, oh, this is America, land of the free, opportunity, the brave, all this stuff they sell you on, you have to understand that this it wasn't written for you. All right? And this is this is also, you know, <laughs> You, I can't spell it out any any different when you say make America great again. You know what I mean? They like things the way they used to be. I mean, he said it, Trump said it specifically on the podium. Back in the day, this dude would have been carried out in a stretcher. Well, back in the day, he would have been lynched. He might have been set ablaze. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it, it's all... This is why when I opened up, I said sometimes history does have a way of repeating itself. But again... Just like the last podcast, you know, when I when I was talking about, for those of you that listened to the last podcast, when I was talking about the importance of protesting and standing up, standing up for your brothers and sisters, standing up what was right, when I talked about my dad and him going out and protesting, being the only protester, but is... Charlie Brown. That's right. You remember Charlie Brown. <laughs> Charlie Brown, you know what I mean, a beloved figure in the neighborhood, uh stood with him side by side to protest something as simple as a, as a, as as speeding speeding in my mother's and her mother's but it wasn't just speeding it was saving the history in the neighborhood the foundation right and what's more important than the foundation the roots of that foundation when you go you go 20 something years later that foundation is still there still there two men stood up you know what I mean? So tractor trailers, no trucks are allowed through that street now. Um, they stood up, and most everyone dismissed them. Everyone, but historically in that neighborhood now, those foundations are secure, can last a little longer. Children are safer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your pets, anything that you care for. I mean, I'm just saying in general. I see dogs all the time. They're running around. You know, I mean, they get off the leash and stuff. If it's 45, 55, like it used to be, my point is, Miriam Tazi, <laughs> I think you're in agreement. But, you're so dramatic when you say my name, but okay. No, it's, it's just, you know, as simple as standing up, you believe in something, your convictions are there, and you, you demonstrate it. But you yeah, have but to, you should be able to to express them without getting punched in the mouth. Well, they the got mouth. punched. Sam, Sam and Charlie Brown got punched. They, yeah, but that's to, not... You know, a discussion. In the that perfect is not, world, yes, but sometimes it does come to that. Yeah, and and it's not the right way, in my opinion. And what revolution hasn't been bloodless? I mean, people in America seem to like you know sweep that under if the you rug. Think, the if you think it's going to be stuff. clean, if you think it's going to be clean, well, we you, can be civilized and have a conversation and disagree or oh yeah, agree not, to disagree. You know what throwing, I mean? We're not throwing shoes at each other, but well, 
That know. almost happened with Bush, okay? You got to shoot, so, it too. <laughs> well, Bush wasn't messing around. That's a very Middle Eastern thing, the whole shoe and the... <laughs> like I'm just saying in my family. Well, it's... Yeah, you know, it's like the... the yeah, feet things. The you thing, know? Is, but the, the thing dirtiest is, but, part of you. But the part you don't want to miss in this in this this transaction, this maybe not transaction, but it, through through this is the mindset. This exchange. Yes, this exchange. Thank you. The, the the mindset and how dismissive and how it's not a big deal. Yeah, I punched him, and if if if, if he comes back, yeah, but also just saying, oh, he could be ISIS. Oh, he could be this. Oh, he could be. It's like what? Well, they're they're what? believing the hype. They're believing the hype. That's called brainwashing. Of course it is. And it's dangerous. Exactly. Um, but recently, these cats went to court. This is the part. This is the part right here. So who went to court? Both of them. I guess okay. the dude was uh, the 78-year-old who threw the punch, right? Uh, was brought to court by yeah, yeah. the person who yeah. was actually hit? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's... Good. Uh, well, let's see I don't see know what's going to happen. Now I'm going to be disappointed even more. They're just angering me now. Oops. African Around the country attitude. earlier this year, it shows then 78-year-old John McGraw sucker-punching protester Rakeem Jones as Jones was being escorted out of a Donald Trump rally in Fayetteville. McGraw appeared in court today on assault and battery charges. Our Nate Rogers was there, and he joins us live. And Nate, you say today's court hearing was unusual. Yeah, guys, we're back here at the Crown Coliseum, the site where that infamous sucker punch occurred. And I tell you, even though Rakeem Jones um, was embarrassed... Why do they talk like that? It's the news. Why does she talk like that? It's the news. That's the news. That's reporter talk. I mean, sometimes when I start the podcast, I talk, talk, have that that strange voice. It goes up a little level and I catch myself. But Sorry about that, people. Why do they talk like that? All right, let's get back to the court case. By millions following this incident. Also, John McGraw, he was called a racist. Today in court, the tone was totally different. Both men met face to face, man to man saying, let's have a talk. We caught up in a political mess today, and you and me are going to heal our country. A handshake and hug in court today was a much different tone than in March when 79-year-old John McGraw punched Rakeem Jones at a Donald Trump rally at the Crown Coliseum. I just felt good being able to shake his hand and, and being able to, you know... Been able to actually face him. Today in court, McGraw's attorney said the incident was not racially motivated. McGraw and Jones also came face to face with McGraw apologizing for his actions. But what was the motivation then? What, what, what's the motivation? What is it? Tell me that, newsman. Tell me that. And why is it that, that brothers and sisters, why is it black people always have to forgive? We forgive us for slavery, okay? We forgive them. We forgive the masters for slavery. We forgive. We forgive them for raping us. We for, forgave them for for enslaving us. We forgive them for murdering us, setting us afire, lynching us. We forgave them for so many different crimes. I don't right? understand. Right? We keep forgiving. They want us to be peaceful in our demonstrations, and we forgive them for sucker punching us. Right? It's soft. I, no, I. You know what? I'm surprised. We I'm go to court. Surprised. We go to court. They shouldn't even be talking. We go to, to face. court. We're gonna. I'm gonna prosecute you. Fuck the hugs. Fuck all that. Like I get it. I get the whole being peaceful, making up. Oh, that was the night. Take the high road. I get that. Michelle Obama. When they go high, we go. When they go low, we go high. No, no, no. You, we, we look. We have to set. A, we have to set the tone 
and and let motherfuckers know we're not buying it. Well, yeah, we can't the, be because the, general, this, the guy who who punched the other guy needs to have repercussions on, so man. that it's like this is not what we come you to. You know, you know how many people pro- were lynched? Do you know how many women were raped? Do you know how many people were murdered? And then all of a sudden, oh, now you're having a moment. Uh, because maybe we I was talked wrong. face to face. Yeah, maybe, no, no, because they, the consequences. They're in the system. They gotta, they gotta work. They gotta be brought in front of a judge, and they know the consequences. And now all of a sudden, they, they've had time to think about it. And you know, maybe his heart is, maybe he is atoning. But fuck that. We're past that now. Look at how angry you're getting. Yeah, but you know how many people? How many? T- th- hundreds of thousands. This have is lost not solving their lives. anything. This it doesn't. You know, I'm not. I'm uh, disappointed, honestly, you know, and so I'm not going to play any more of the clip because you know what I mean. They 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 do it and they they're like, oh yeah yeah yeah. These are his examples. But it's like people. another brainwashing thing where it's so like, okay, it's, after he it's was a tool elected, to control you, right? But Get he was elected, and now it's like, oh, we need to unite, you know? And it's just complete brainwashing and not thinking, you know? If you and guys think I'm fucking crazy about what I said in the last podcast, again, I'm not I'm not bright enough to figure out the, the system itself. But when I when I talk about uh, when I talked about it about hip hop and and the the black community and I'm not I'm not isolating or pushing anyone out but anyone within the, the community itself persons of color need to really think about um, uh, uh, incorporating a community a government within a government if you're going to stay here I know that's like what is it separatism uh, separating I know it's a, it's a touchy subject right it is. People don't talk about it, but the fact is... But what's happening it's, now? It's kind of the same it's thing. It's not working. It isn't working. It isn't. So, There's not enough liberals. And if there are enough liberals to, to, to have a quote-unquote free society, the motherfuckers get soft every X amount of years, and none of them turn out to vote. Everybody gets comfortable, and that's when you get bamboozled, just like what's happened now. And then you got to deal with reality. And you know what? Who knows... That's the problem. That's why everyone's freaking out because they don't know what the consequences. Is this motherfucker going to take us into war? Is this motherfucker going to cause more infighting? I mean, it was already there. It was already there. It was the thing about it is the shit was there when Obama was in. If anyone thinks you had it made when Obama, doesn't matter who's who's the head. This machine has been going on since we were brought over here in chains. Yeah, but there was a feeling when President Obama was elected. There here. was a, a no, feeling no. that there was some sort of yeah, it's like an you illusion. were actually being yes, well it is, but it's a good illusion. It's better than the fucking illusion that we're getting now. You no, know, there's a feeling of like of comfort of the government actually looking out for you, someone who actually cares about it's not, everyone. It's not an illusion. It's not an illusion. You're part of the machine. That's that's the reality. People don't want the reality. That's why they feed you so much bullshit when they're running. It, it, they're all distractions. They're all the distractions. Fact that people don't see through that really boggles my mind. That means that they're not actually thinking for themselves and not thinking about humanity, human beings. But that's why I keep telling the you the greater you to, good. That's why I keep telling you that you have to go on a local level. You have to care. I don't about trust your any fucking politician. Okay, I don't trust any of them. You all of them. To. No. No, Why I'm, can they make decisions for me? That's my point I'm trying to make. They're looking out for themselves. They're not looking out for me. That's my point I'm trying to make. You have to separate it and create your own community and buy amongst yourselves and create your own system. So much how? so. How? I don't know. I'm not the man. But the, the, so much so. Yeah, but you're talking about it, but it's like how do you actually make that happen in listening. reality? The, 
the the like I said in the last podcast, you have to come up with your own. Hit them where it counts in the pockets. You know, set up your own. Shit. Very hard to convince people to stop spending money on movies on. You can goods spend it, but you got to you got to spend it within your own community. And how do you do that? You do that at the local level and organize. That's where that's where that's where it starts. The problem with that is that this country is so large. And when they say united, it's not. And when you have states and state lines... It's and the machine that's united. The East Coast, West Coast versus the North and the South. Like, this country is not united. It's too large to be able to unite. When you have a country like France, which is like a quarter of the size, you know, like just a percentage, a fraction of the size of the United States, it's a lot easier to unite I'm just saying and actually have an effect and go through... And I think you're- what? I think you're right. I think you're right, and, and that, that, that's why I think a system needs to be put in play. And we, we almost need to start, like I said before, if you're going to do it on a monetary level, like I said, uh, the Bitcoin thing is a good example. Come up with your own system because if you're spending, do you take blacks? If you look at how many black people, how much money they spend per year on products, those companies, those same companies that employ people of a certain mindset, they're not doing anything for the hood. No. They're not doing anything for the, and not every black community is the, the hood. They're not doing anything for the educational system. The people, whether you're white, whether you're poor, uh, white people, poor black people, the Native Americans, which people don't talk about, um, you name it. Wherever, wherever the disenfranchised are, wherever anyone who is oppressed, you, we really need to figure a way and have uh, a system in play that's going to, going to work with us and for us. I don't know the solution. I don't know. But something's got to change. This whole system is lopped. It doesn't matter who got elected. It wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't matter. It would have just been a different trick. It would have been a different trick. The shit would, just keeps going. And that's, that's, the, I don't, I, that's the sad truth. But we, you have to be a, you must be a part of it. Yes, you can be disgusted with it. But you must be. You're a part of it whether you like it or not. Shit. Just in the heat of Christmas. People going out and spending money on... It's disgusting. It's craziness. It's disgusting. It's madness. <laughs> I agree. Let's move on. Okay, thank you. All right, let's move on. We got a lot to cover. We have a few things. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry. I'm angry now. So I'm yeah, I want, I, want, I want to move on. I want to move on. Uh, uh, can, you, can you get rid of that? I don't, just want to, I don't want to even see that in the corner of my eye. Get it off the... Talking about what's on display, people. Yeah, I can't. Studio monitors are Thank lit up. Yeah, it's this distracting. Technology, you know. Too much technology. Get rid of it. Well, I, I did. I I feel last time in the podcast, whew, a little heated up. Yeah, calm down, breathe. Last in the podcast, we 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 started talking uh, about some entertainment. We talked briefly about a few comedy specials. Yeah, sorry, I had to leave. And a few um, Rush things you. we you know. We may have watched on Netflix or, or various outlets. One of the things I wanted, one one. Let me guess, you're going to go back to Joey. No, I'm not talking about Joey Diaz. Okay. But Joey Diaz is the shit. <laughs> Joey Diaz is the shit. I was going to say I didn't. I don't feel like you felt like you got enough no, time. No, 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 no. Joey to talk Diaz. About yes, his I stand up comedy, mm. but okay. I was going to actually, contraire, mon frère, contraire. Ta sœur, je suis pas ton frère. Ton frère means your brother. I'm not your brother. I'm a sister. Okay, like I don't understand. All right, go. Contraire. I was going to talk about this this movie I saw. I think I think you watched it as well. Uh, Morris from America. Remember that? No. Really? 
Jesus Christ. Moors from America. So Moors from America. Um, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Pretty sure, people. Sorry. I don't got time to check. Could be on Amazon Prime. It is on Prime. It looks like on IMDb right now. Uh, oh, it's the... Yes. Now I know which one it is. So yeah, Mor- yeah, yeah. Morris from America, it's it's kind of like one of those little coming-of-age movies. It says right here on IMDb, the romantic and coming-of-age misadventures of a 13-year-old American living in Germany. That's right. Right? Yeah. And it stars uh, the beloved comedic actor Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson has been in a host of films. Uh, you know, I mean... He's been a lot, right? Yeah, he's a funny guy, too. Right? Pineapple Express, The End. People, anybody would recognize him. Yeah, you guys know him. You can Google him. I don't need to tell you. But this film itself, I found it, it you know, it's, it's one of those films, it moves well, at, at a moderate uh, pace. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say that you were hesitant about whether this is going to be good. After we watched the trailer, you were like, well, what do you think? Should we watch it? Should we not? You were kind of like What's the trailer not feeling like? it. Well, it's not... It doesn't really describe the film that well, um, but it's a little misleading. Um, it's more about the relationship with the father and the son than other stuff. But, oops, you know, I'm glad we watched it <laughs> because I like I like um, seeing how hip hop is viewed in other countries and other communities and things like that because I've seen the effects of it. Are you going to play the trailer for yeah, the, the fans? Let's see what it's... I, like I don't even know what the trailer looks like, but let's see what it... I don't remember. It's probably going to be different than what we saw. Go ahead. Here we go. Eventually. Can't even hear anything. Well, it hasn't really started yet. Let's just say Mary, your mother's an alcoholic. Tell me you can't dance to that. It's got no hook. Go to your room. You're grounded. For mm-hmm. what? Because you like terrible music. <laughs> I know you might be still mad at me about bringing us here. One day, you lighten the hip-hop world on fire, collecting all your Source Awards, and thank me. Source Awards? Mm-hmm. Is that as far as I get in your dream? All right, all right, you're Can right. Can I get a Grammy or something? Yeah, yeah, let me get some claps, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Hey! Wie heißt du? Morris. I'm Katrin. <laughs> You make cute couple. I'm not play how to crush a lot. Hello. Why are you out here causing trouble? I didn't do anything. Start thinking with your brain and not your dick. Hey, nobody speak, nobody get choked. Only facts, I will shoot up. Baby duck if it quacks. Yeah, I remember that. Can you rap? Can I rap? Come on. yeah I remember now. Just looking at that, it, it uh, 
It uh, brings back. Yeah, the, the trailer doesn't do it much justice. No, it's, it it's kind of, The trailer itself, and I know it was, if you're listening, it really didn't do much for you. You got to watch uh, it. Yeah. But even visually, the trailer is, is kind of bounces around. But I think just as a parent uh, of a young teenage son, I can, that's, initially that's what connected me to Did it. Did you recommend it to Justin? No, I don't. He don't. I don't think he, he's not really watching a lot of movies. Really? No, he's he's at that. He's kind of, you know, hanging out <laughs> with his friends and stuff like that. So I, that I know of, you know, some, when he's over, yeah, we'll watch something. But we haven't watched it. It's a. Uh, it's definitely gives a, a a unique perspective, like you said, of in this case. Uh, hip hop in Germany, in Germany, yeah, yeah, itself. But also, like I said, if you're from a generation where you're trying to figure out or see, you know, how, how hip hop is to a younger generation mm-hmm. and how they view it. So that father and son I connection. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and and the fact that they were, you know, going through some growing pains. It's a movie that you, you when you watch it, there's a lot of uh, it, it unfolds before you. You know, it doesn't really spell it out. It moves at a kind of a uh, a pace of a marathon. So it's a slower paced movie. But <coughs> I don't know if I would say that, but yeah, what it, bothered you was that you didn't understand why they were in Germany in the first place. And they it took a while. That. That's why I said yeah. it's, a, it's a marathon. It's You're in it and you kind of figure it out as, as you're, you're jogging but that along. Ne- that's not necessarily the most important part of the film. It's really just... It's it's there and just kind of go with it, you know? Yeah. And I liked that, actually. Yeah, uh, I thought that was... You know, it's not really like it's. Yeah, it matters why he's there, but not really that much to me because it's there. It happens like you have people from all over coming, mm-hmm. Americans going into different countries yeah. in Europe and in Africa, and there is also this perception of oh, you're American, you know hip hop if you dress a certain way or whatever. So it's the reaction of people from that native country, you know, to you as a hip hop fan or what they think hip hop is. Yeah. I like that exchange a lot too, because it's very stereotypical in one way, but then, you know, he, in his, in his own way, he educates her, you know, and, and he kind of schools her on it by proving himself. And she's just her being his uh, love interest. Yeah. The love interest, whatever the little, she's a little bit older than teenage son. Yeah. So I just, I just like that part of it um when she has no idea what it is and stuff like that but even he doesn't know how he's going to prove himself and then in the end he really does and it's very satisfying yeah the the teenage son played by marquise christmas he plays the young morris and morris yeah he's definitely going through what a teenager goes through basically doesn't matter what you know where you come from what color you are where you're at in the world teenagers go through what teenagers go through trying to fit in exploring uh uh, drugs, alcohol, women for the first time, uh, having a rift with your parents. But you can connect with music. And yes, they, yeah, yeah, through hip hop, I'm telling you. But it wasn't just hip hop, because no, she no. had her own music yeah, of and course. she made him kind of, she enlightened him as well. So I, just I, music as a communication or as a, as I, a tool to connect with people, I've always found very strong from my experiences traveling and all that. I always connected with people, um, through music and, it was a different way of communicating and connecting, and I've always cherished that, to be honest. It is it's definitely one of those little independent films that I think people should see and support. Give it yeah. a chance. Uh, Morris from America. Was it on Netflix or Amazon? 
I don't remember. One or the other. But Check uh, it out. Google it. Find it. Just find it. It's it's worth a watch and uh, worth supporting, uh, no doubt. So I think I think you'll be satisfied. I I, I enjoyed it and uh, was uh, found it even more enjoyable just watching the trailer again because I, I remembered uh, certain parts of it. And you know, I, again, it goes back to I just enjoy the fact that hip hop is is here and it's being talked about and it's being included, uh, you know, in, uh, in but you film, don't see yourself in it at all, like educating Justin yeah. about hip hop. Well, we've had those stuff. same conversations. Yeah, we've had those same I conversations. Can <laughs> kidding me? Yeah, if you're a parent, uh, if you're a parent and, and you have a teenager and you love hip hop. Uh, you, yeah, you should definitely watch it. You'll 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 enjoy it uh, for, on that fact alone. And uh, you know, speaking of hip hop, so last podcast, right? We were talking about what the uh, is it the hip hop uh, evolution or yes. the evolution of hip hop? How come we can't get that uh, title know. down? Why do we struggle with that title? I don't know. It's because of how it's written on the uh, evolution of hip hop, right? And I that's what I think it is, but I think it's the hip hip hop evolution. I'm not sure. But it's on Netflix. You guys can find it. It's it a four-piece. It is hip-hop evolution. Okay, see? <laughs> yeah. I even got it backwards. Dyslexic. It's okay. Terrible. I'm sure a lot of people have it on their queue as suggested. Anyway, hip-hop evolution. We talked about it. I, I At the time, I had only watched, I think, three, three episodes. And I may have... Uh, I still haven't finished episode four. I've ranted and, and was ranting about certain aspects of it. Uh, especially about the gangster part and Schoolie D. I was so pleasantly surprised when I went into the fourth and final episode that Schoolie D in the Philadelphia Oh, yeah, because uh, you said that was missing movement before. Was, uh, was, was included. And there were a few things that weren't included. But, you know, again, I wasn't being... Uh, and I still I don't feel like I'm being overly... Yeah, you're laughing. But I'm not being overly critical when I say you don't include the fat boys, Houdini or Larry Smith, I just think that if you, if you're called, you know, it's coming. Mm -hmm. If you, if it's called the documentary and it's, it's, it's being sold as a documentary, documentaries Mm -hmm. generally have, you know, hard facts. And when, when, for whatever reason, if it's history is history, you can't change that. So the fact is, if something is left out, again, I assume positive intent that any anyone or anything that was left out is because of the deal itself, how it was outlined, time constraints, and budgeting. I, I can't... I would like to know. I'm curious, I can't, honestly. I can't... Uh, uh, it's hard for me to digest that the director of this film you know, would include DJ Hollywood and not, you know, include and, and then talk Rick Rubin and not talk Larry Smith or Houdini or he'd talk uh, Raising Hell but wouldn't talk Rockbox or Raising Hell. Now, for those of you listening, you may not know what the hell I'm talking about, but again, these are these are the fundamental facts. Uh, these are, are just the dots that have to be connected to get you to where we are today. And those were left out, but I'm, I'm sure it was because of editing and time constraints and budgeting. Well, even finishing off on gangster rap, it's not... Well, I think they're... I'm almost sure they're going to... end. I don't think it's ending. I think there's going to be a, a second season of it. 
you know, I, I would like to, to think so. Uh, I don't know, but it's just ending on that note, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, that's what we're left with. And it's like, no, that's not at all what we're left with. There's a lot more to hip hop than just the last of gangster. But rap. Uh, overall, I think it's, it's a fantastic look and a wonderful look at hip hop and the culture. Because again, it didn't begin with Drake. And the fact is, there are a lot of young brothers and sisters that I've talked to, they've come up to me, for whatever reason. I know you've made fun of it, that the fact that people come up to me and talk, maybe this is... No, they, I don't make fun of that. I think that's actually really great. Maybe they just know I'm just passionate about it. And yeah. again, I'm no hip-hop historian. I'm not. I just know from the time that I fell in love with it, uh, you know... I have been passionate about it so much so that I fell out of love with hip hop for a decade or so, and then have That's been a long time, and then have have been brought back into. It was really a decade that so. you just gave up on it. I didn't. I gave up on myself more so than hip hop. I gave up well, on. I'm myself. I'm glad you're back. Yeah. Well, thanks to Grandmaster Katz in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Give him all the credit. No, it's true. I, wow. Not all, but I mean, you know. Oh. Give yourself credit too, and me. Yeah, I was waiting. <laughs> Actually, no. well, I mean, here's the deal. Okay, I started falling out. If you want want the story, the long yeah. I, I wasn't going to get into this, but long and short, I think I may have started falling out of love with hip hop sometime in the '90s, probably. Which is shocking to me. Mid, yeah, yeah, because that's when yeah, the yeah. that was. What do they call it in this? In this. Document the no, no, golden no. age. No, I, was I was there. The golden age of hip hop. Hold on, hold on, and you Chief. fell out of love. No, no, I felt yeah. with it yeah, well, during the golden age. No, I was there. I was there till you were there, but you were not in love with it. No, I was in love. And listen, hold on, Chief. 90, <laughs> You're the chief. I am the chief. That's right. I'm going to use that sound bite. <laughs> I'm going to use that sound bite. <laughs> okay, go on. I'm listening. The. Uh, we are listening. 19, okay, forget about it. You know what I mean? 84, 85, 86, 87, 88, 89, 90, 91. So what made you just stop? 92, 93. I was in it. I was all in. And then? 94-ish, 95. Yeah, those are some, some, some serious years. Golden age. Those are some serious years. Well, what happened was I compromised myself by trying to, and this could get political, but I'm not going to get into a long rant on that, but the long and short, I compromised myself in what I was passionate about to try to, I don't know if this is the right word, but to assimilate within the corporate world. Um, try to get a fucking job. You know what I mean, do it, do it. At that time, you know, there was no internet, and things weren't as open or as free or as available as they are now where people can... You know, even back in the day, in those days, you couldn't just get a, a sleeve, a tattoo, and just be like, I'm going to go get a job, like you can now. You know what I mean? You can be an executive. You can run a restaurant. You can do all sorts of things with sleeves. Mm-hmm. It's actually encouraged. But there was a, there, this is how old I am, people. <laughs> there was a time when you, you couldn't. So at that time, you were, especially my background, I mean, you you were programmed to, like, you know, get a job for the government, you know what I mean, post office, go to the army. But you, you know couldn't I mean? listen to hip-hop while you were doing that? No, I was. But, again, I shifted my focus from 
music, DJing, producing stuff, just being in the element, being in the mix to trying to work. Different focus. I I said on this podcast, I was working overtime to get a promotion, and I missed the motherfucking Million Man March. And that's one of my... That's one. I've got plenty of regrets, you know, plenty of regrets. But that's one that it bothers me to this day that I miss that. So, yeah, I mean, just, uh, you know, I tell brothers all the time and young cats that come up to me, they they say, yeah, I want to I want to pursue music. You know, I want to write. I want to create stuff. I tell them, stop. Just stop what you're doing. Go to New York. Go to L.A. Go to Miami, go to France, well, that's but mainly thing. in the states. Yeah. Go to those places. Just go right now. And I say that because, and they say, "Well, I got to go to school. I got to do this." There's school there. Right. There's online courses. You can finish that up. Go live it. Get dirty. Get hung. Be hungry. Starve. You know what I mean. Stay. Sleep on couches. Sleep on floors. There's, you know, the beauty of that, you're going to be sleeping next to someone else yeah, in that doing environment the, the same that thing, you love. and you guys are going to rise together. So that's that's kind of the point I was thinking when you know Napoleon the Legend, um, my friend from he's dope. From my he, friend from back in the day, we went dope. to high if, school. If you together don't know him, look him up. Look him so, up. He's been on this podcast, right? And he, you know, he was struggling with that decision of like he whether worked to it stay. Out. Let me explain. So he. He was wondering whether he wanted to stay in the DC scene or, you know, kind of evolve himself. And one of the one of the guys that he actually like rhymed with was one of my good friends of my brother and one of my I grew up with him. He was in my neighborhood. And so Frank, you actually met him at one of our wine tastings. Um, Frank pushed him to go to New York and to be in that environment and submerge himself in that. And if he really, and he's always had a really strong work ethic and was very dedicated. I mean, no matter what he did, whether it was basketball or rhyming or whatever, even back from then, and that was over twenty years ago, um, always very dedicated and very committed. And so he was convinced. Frank was kind of the person that pushed him to, you know, go to New York and actually be there. And now. Like I follow him on all kinds of social media, and you do too now. Ever since he's been on the podcast, and he's, he's dope. He has really made a name for himself, and like, like he's he's so active and so just. I admire him to a full to like the fullest extent because he does not give up, you know. And he has really made a name for himself. And but I think that what you're saying, you're right. Like being in that environment really, really pushes you. And if you surround yourself with those people, it, you're really going to make a name for yourself, and you're really going to make it he's happen. Endorsed. And you become more. I know, and you're going to. He's you're, endorsed you're by the going to be abs, abs, like you're going to absorb that, and you're also going to just portray that, and it's it's beautiful. Like it's honestly very beautiful, and so. And he co-signed by Raekwon. Yeah, Raekwon the chef. Yeah, so he's really he's definitely been hustling, and he works hard. He works hard. Hard. And, and look, listen. He's been on the podcast. It's one of our, I can't remember which episode, but he was on the podcast. Um, you can find him at Napoleon the Legend. So it's Napoleon da Legend dot com. Mm-hmm. He's got a new mixtape. It's called Steal This Mixtape. No, Steal This Mixtape Two. Uh, you can find him on on Instagram. Team T E A M N D L. Uh, Napoleon the Legend. 
dope. He's a yeah. dope artist, mad mad bars, lyricist. He's doing what he's got to do, but he put that time in, like Mary. But the Tazi thing, said. the the move really did it for him because if yeah. he had stayed in D.C., it would not have done the same for him. So yeah, the fact that he's chance. in that environment really made him grow, you know. Yeah. So it's it's inspiring <laughs> at the same time. So just no, I'm just saying, you're right. No, I know. It's a good example of what you're saying. So that's all. I just wanted to share that. Yeah. So that's that's what happened. I mean, that's exactly what 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 didn't happen with me is the fact that. I chose I for whatever reason I kept I keep choo- choosing to stay in this environment and 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 I neglected what was near and dear to me which was hip hop and uh yeah for many a years many a years I well, not uh, just hip hop the film industry and all well, that everything stuff, anything you know? creative yeah you know I just I I, I did what uh, I listened to uh other other uh, people other voices uh, except my own, the one that was most important. So I urge anyone listening not to do the same. Um, yeah, that's depressing. So let's move right along. Yeah, I don't want to linger on that. Yeah, but you need to tell yourself that you also made a good decision for your son. Well, yeah, well, that, that was down the road. That was that was an, another decade later. So it's been a long time, like yeah. a long time. There's no doubt. I mean, that's before the wine business. You know, that's before all that shit. So, I mean, I, I could linger on, I could get into that, but I mean, shit, you know, I, I, that is very depressing for me. Um, let's see, Miriam Tazi. What else you have on your off, list? Threw me off. I don't know. So we're talking about the hip hop and the hip hop uh, evolution um, or the, yeah, hip hop evolution. Sorry. I'm literally thrown off because of that. I'm sorry. Um, the, uh, it is what it is. I mean, the, the, I, I applaud the documentary. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic for hip hop, um, because again, uh, I remember I remember people making fun of me when it came out. You know, in the in that golden era in the eighties, they were talking about it was it's such a fad. So now to, for it to be in the forefront of conversations, you know, I'm I'm over the moon. Uh, so much so that any parts that are left out, I am in the process of. I want to do this podcast. I talked to you briefly about it today, yep. uh, you know, about that era, some of the things that were left out, with, uh, the Houdini, the Fat Boys, Larry Smith. So I'm going to put together a podcast at some point soon, hopefully. You're going to fill uh, in the blanks? Yeah, just kind of fill in the blanks from my perspective of that time. Again, I'm no historian, but I can give you my perspective. So stay tuned for that podcast. But... uh I'm looking forward to hearing that. Honestly. Couple couple quick things that uh I tried or I saw recently. I recently saw no, I saw fantastic film. I want to talk about two things. Uh, okay. I want to give a quick uh quick movie review and a quick uh music review. Mariam okay. Tazi is gonna do the music review. <laughs> Um, no, no, I'm talking about the childish Gambino. Okay, you, that's a different before story. Before you go huffing and puffing, I thought you were talking about the other thing. No, no, no. We're okay. gonna, we'll get to that too. <laughs> we'll get to. We'll get. Hold on. See how upset it makes Jeez. me. I was so angry reading those lyrics earlier. Sorry, go on. The African I'm sorry. Attitude. And I know you listeners Whatever. don't know what the hell we're Whatever. talking about. Whatever. I don't have that much of an attitude. Okay. She's talking over me. I'm sorry. I saw a film. Fantastic film. Fantastic film. Fantastic. Oh. Called uh, if you get a chance, see it. I know everyone this weekend, whenever you listen to this, they're probably up to their 
their eyes and ears of Star Wars. The what is it? Rogue, whatever. What's it called? Rogue. Rogue One. Star me? Wars story. You're the, you're the Star Wars guy, not I me. like Star Wars, but you know, I I had my fill of Star Wars back in the days. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. It's good. I'm good on Star Wars. Like I don't need another Star Wars movie. Well, I was asking in my you. Life. You know, I was like, "Did you get your tickets?" And you were no. like, "No." <laughs> I don't need. I don't need. I enough. was surprised, honestly, to hear that you were like not about I it. I but don't. when you explained to me why, I got it. But I feel like people are more enthusiastic much, about this one than the previous ones. Although recently. I, I do have issues with episode one, two, and three. It's documented. It's noted. You know what I mean? It's archived. I have issues with that, but I also like the fact that Lucas, George Lucas, just didn't keep putting a product out for the sake of putting a product out. Mm-hmm. I don't need side stories. Or so leave that to the books and the comics and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't need a big, overly budgeted, fan-made movie called Rogue One. I know. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's I'll fan-made? In- what do you mean? Like before? before <laughs> I know I'm going to catch some heat on this, but okay. There were these these... When Lucas used to run things, he carried a, he ran a very tight ship. And we know Lucas fucked up. He would add things to his movies and do stuff that pissed us all off. Mm. But he controlled it. There wasn't like other universes being made outside of books and comics. There weren't other movies or TV shows or specials. You know what I mean? You got what you got and you had to deal with it. Okay. All right. But the fans took it amongst themselves. You can go on YouTube and, and see them. There was a whole community that would make Star Wars fan movies. Some of them were cheesy. Some of them were pretty fucking impressive. Uh, Not my world. But they would okay. just make these fan movies, and people would watch them and be like, oh, there's a Boba Fett movie. There's all these different things. You know what I mean? They create it the way they want to, have the battle scenes the way they want to. They were called uh, fan films. Okay. Star Wars fan films. Okay. When I see this, when I've only seen like one trailer, but and I, I'm sure it's, it's, it's great. You know what I mean? doesn't have John Williams. <laughs> Okay, no John Williams in it. It's not Star Wars. All right, this is a fan. This is a fan film. Okay, yes, it's. it's, Why is this a fan film? It's for the fans. It's made by a fan, probably. You know who directed this? The the executives, you know, issued it, and they got their they got it the way they want. Whatever they got it away from Lucas. I'm not panning it. I know it sounds like I am. So what? He has nothing to do with it. Lucas was stripped of his power years ago. He, he sold it. He sold it to Disney. Doesn't have 20th Century Fox. Dun, 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 dun. Doesn't have that. <laughs> you need that in the beginning of a Star Wars film. I didn't realize that it wasn't made by him at all. Like he had no, no association. No, he's like with the it. creator now. You know, he gets like a credit, but he's, you know, they got him on a tight leash. Like, you know, that's so, so weird. No, it's new. It's not. It's not. This isn't new. This isn't breaking news for Mary me. I, for me, I'm not a huge. It's not my world. Okay, I'm but, not that but, nerdy. But, all right. But my my point is, I don't need to rush out and see. Will I see it? Of course, I'll see. it. <laughs> I may even enjoy it. I may even enjoy it. But then we'll get it. We'll get it. Felicity Jones. Is what I'm saying. What? That's what I'm saying. I told you. Oh my god. It what is what is it is. This? I get it. I get it. I'm sure people will love it. And it's, well, there's it, people watching that shit at one o'clock tonight, and they're like, "Oh, I can't work tomorrow because I got to watch my third word film." No, no. But my my point is, Ugh. my point is, this is for a whole new generation of I millennials, that. and that, this is their Star Wars, and it's their turn. So you know, okay. it's fine. It's a product now. You know what I mean? And I don't take it personal. It's not just my Star Wars. It's everyone's Star Wars. <laughs> it's not just my Star. Yeah. Wars. So I'm, I'm good. My Star Wars is Episode Four, Five, and Six. You know what I mean? Yeah. Star Wars A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and R- ROTJ. So, I mean, that's just... ROTJ. 
Return of the Jedi. I, I know, I but really you have to give it the acronym. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that's just, that is. And, but my, I want to get back to Manchester, Manchester from the Sea. You didn't even mention that name By yet. What? Okay. You didn't even say the title of the film you were going to review, but go on. Yeah, I did. I brought it up. Manchester by the Sea is what I saw. I chose to see. And it's, it's, it is hands down, hands down the best movie that you will probably not see for whatever reason. Because people are saying, oh, it's depressing or it's overshadowed by Star Wars. Everybody's going to want to see Star Wars again. They're going to run commercials to see Star Wars again. Go see it again. Rogue One. Blah, 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 blah. We've seen this commercial. But if you get a chance, take my word for it. Go see Manchester by the Sea. Um, directed by Kenneth Longren. I guess I should... I don't know how to pronounce these people's names. Uh, but starring uh, Casey Affleck and Michelle Williams. Fantastic. Fantastic. Let me tell you something. If you want to see... Fantastic acting, <laughs> like acting like Taxi Driver, acting like The Deer Hunter, performances that you'd see in The Godfather Part Two, like just, those are big comparisons. By this the way. film is right on a different type of film. This isn't a gangster film, but it's a film about family. It's about uh, a film about commitment. It's a film about sacrifice. It's a film about love. It's a film about losing. It's a film about pain, hardship. You know what I mean? It's a film about any, if you've lived life, if you've lived. Now, yeah, if you're, you know, 18 or 22 and you haven't lived and all your life is is Star Wars and motherfucking uh, Air Jordans, Mm -hmm. then yeah, might not be the film for you. You know what I mean? Okay. I know what you're saying. Oh, if you're old, it's a film for for, for (laughs) you. You know what I mean? I get it. I get it. No, I get it. I mean, I'm not 22. No, Um, No, you're not. But... The uh, <laughs> wow, no, relax. The, the, the point wow. I'm trying to make, neither am I. So, you're yeah, further, yeah, yeah. way so, further from 22 so than on, I am. All right, on, let's 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 make that clear. Let me pot you down. I'll you're mute, mute you. me. The uh, the power of production. No, I could just edit you. That's the That's power fine of production. Too. But if you get a chance, Manchester by the Sea is our, it, it possesses all those elements. Of uh, the what you go through in life, and it's delivered. There's not much there, advertisement for it, is there? There are scenes. If you get a chance, listen to Mark Maron's WTF podcast. Uh, the uh, latest, one of the latest uh, episodes with Casey Affleck. Just so insightful that that pushed me over the top. Like I wasn't going to go see it because I was like, oh, I heard it's depressing. Uh, I don't know if I'm in the right head to see that mindset. But listening to Casey Affleck and just the type of person he is, uh, type of family man, type of father he is, uh, husband that he is, he, I guess he's he's divorced, but um, just very tangible person. Mm. You know what I mean? He just seems uh, very natural, very uh, honest, and yeah, very Down real. Very much so. Got it. And the film itself, uh, it, 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 his persona is is him being human it manifests itself right in front of you there are scenes in there where they don't even say anything and it's just a look or someone staring off because of a gut punch an emotional gut punch you know moving moving is an understatement did you cry no i didn't i didn't cry i i was one 
of the only ones really laughing. Well, there was a group of people that would laugh, but I would laugh in a lot of scenes. That, Were there people um, there? Yeah. Yeah, it was, okay. it was pretty full in the theater, okay. actually. Um, older people, but... Yeah, it was uh, it was uh, a lot of scenes. I did uh, laugh aloud. Some of them, some people probably wouldn't, but I found humor in some of the painful scenes. And just because it was just, they were natural scenes. I mean, there was a scene in there where he was in a. I didn't laugh so much in this scene as I, I cringed, but he was in a, a, a he was making a funeral arrangements. And again, the film is a coming of age. Uh, to reiterate what it was, uh, coming of age film, uh, uncle is forced to take care of his teenage nephew after the uh, his nephew's uh, father, his, his his brother dies. And there's a scene where he's in a funeral home, right? And they have this, you know how you go into a store and you're looking at accessories and you can flip through or sometimes you can spin a wheel and look at different things that you want to purchase? Mm-hmm. Well, they had different colored and shaped uh, coffin corners, caskets. Yeah, calf caskets, and it was it, it was disturbing. That's you know, weird. yeah, it was disturbing because he was just they were. I think it was his nephew that was spinning it, and it was nothing really being said. You could hear the the mortician uh, talking in the background, but it was kind of faded, and it was just that spin. And it was a fact that you were you knew what the focus was in that room, and it was morbid. It was yeah, I, you could find. Do you want to go also see that, that? There's consumerism even even in funerals. That's right. Yeah. You you do. You, I know someone some may say, "Do I really want to you know see that?" But that's not that's not the point. It's 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 that uh, connectivity that you have through hardship, through trials of life itself, and then remembering through our our, our toughest challenges. Remember that. Excuse me. To, to <laughs> gurgle, just it's caught on tape. There's nothing I can do about it. I was trying to make a, a serious point. <laughs> Sorry, gurgle. Just <laughs> it was clearly uh, recorded. Fuck. <laughs> okay, go on. It happens. You're a human being. It's not a big deal. Old man itis. No, it's not yeah, to do with age. It is. So. It's, You're so hard on yourself. It, Relax. Through those through those trials, we have to remember to do just that: live, and that's what I I got away from them. You know, my well, that's takeaway more positive to the, than uh, to the it movie. Seems like so. the film is like it's a rough film. There's no doubt about that. But, but you got positivity out of it, which is kind of weird, oh, man. I mean, I, I can't tell you much about. I don't want to go too in depth about it. You know, if you watch a trailer, watch the trailer. But you're, it doesn't give it away. This film reveals itself through every scene. It's a build up. And you really don't know anyone's hardship, anyone's uh, uh, baggage. It doesn't show you that up front or in the trailer. It reveals itself as the story unfolds. And when it does, it does show present day and it flat takes you to flashbacks. Uh, But the way it's done, um, almost in a Godfather Part Two style. You remember how it would flash back to the past? And then he's I mean, like, that's oh. one of my favorites. And you'd so. be like, oh, that's why he's this mm-hmm. way. Or, or, or that led him down this road. Or that, you know, uh, that's why she went this way instead of that way. It does that. It goes, it goes it'll, one scene could be present. The next thing you're, you know, uh, five years ago or, or so. It's done as if a master did it. Yeah, because sometimes it can be confusing when there's Almost, too many. No, no, flashbacks. no. This is done. This, this is done the, the way Tarantino would do it, 
or or or, or uh, um, uh, Coppola would do it. Um, very much so in a Godfather Part Two esque way, and the acting is That's right a up there. Very uh, significant comparison. It's a fantastic film. Casey Affleck is is hands down uh, him and uh, I mean Michelle Williams in it hands down. It's just uh, you know just in sync and just amazing a tour de force performance. So I can't say enough about it. I didn't know she was in it. Yeah, she's in it. She was in that TV show. And then moving on to music. So oh, music, there's a few few different things out. I've been listening to a lot of Joey Badass. It's not a new album, uh, but um, uh, it's it's heavy in my rotation <laughs> right now. Of course, J. Cole just dropped, and I'm sure that's the, the talk of the town. Yeah. But an album that uh, I think uh, uh, you, know, you and I both agreed to and just happened to come up in conversation today is... Uh, childish uh, Gambino, a.k.a., right. right? A.k.a. Atlanta star. Yep. Well, writer, is he a writer and producer on the Atlanta show? Donald Glover. Yeah. And we've talked about that from, what is that, FX's new series, yeah. Atlanta. Uh, his new album, Awaken My Love, right? Yeah. What do you think about that? What are your thoughts? I really enjoyed it. Um, I got to hear it a few times at work. Like some of the people that I work with, you know, always try to be um, kind of on top of the new music that's funky. coming out. Yeah, definitely funky. Um, has a lot of reminiscence for me. I came up with Lenny Kravitz and Prince. Um, Malcolm came up with uh, the Parliament. So I, I can see that for sure. Um, not what I expected from him, to be honest. When people were telling me that it came out with something new, I did not know what to expect. And I didn't realize when I was listening to it that it was actually him. Because I thought it was, it was older than it actually was when I was listening to it. I was like, oh, is this some old shit that I haven't heard? But I was, I was extremely um, impressed and it felt refreshing to me that there was an appreciation. And it, it kind of brought back that old sound. So I Funky, have, right? Well, yeah. Um, Just funky. But I just, mean, heavily influenced. I mean, you, like you said. I mean, I, I first time I listened to, it, I was like, oh man, he he's definitely influenced by uh, George Clinton, Parliament Funkadelic, definitely influenced by Prince. Just I got little, Lenny. I got little, Lenny Kravitz I got, too. I got a little James ba- Brown in there. I got so much. But I mean, check out this. I'll play a little clip of this song uh, called Redbone from the uh, uh, new album Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino. That's funky, huh? 
soulful too, you know? So very much so. But I had heard from some of my compatriots at work, you know, I'm gonna give him a shout out, Mauricio. He was like saying how he had been interviewed by some Australian people and uh he didn't really enjoy making this album and also he Why? was it wasn't that it basically wasn't that hard for him to do. It was kind of like, "Meh, I'll just make this and just kind of like release it, you know? It's like so easy for him to come up with this kind of shit." He's smart, man. Well, it shows his echelon of talent, you know? It's just that it's like easy for him to come out with this kind of album and write his fucking show, yeah, do all of this, balance it all out and like it's easy for him and it kind of reflects his genius, you know? That but also that people were criticizing or wondering, you know, if his voice was synthesized or whatever. And he was like, no, man, like, that's my voice. I can just change my voice to make it have that kind of effect. And it's it sounds awesome. He can really transform himself. And that's really beautiful. But for me, that sounds exactly like Prince. Exactly. You know? Like Dope. a Prince ballad. No, I'll, I'll, when I'm in traffic, so I'll put this on many a time and just, just zone out. It, it, oh, it has a whole feeling to it. Yeah, I draw from it. Calms me down. Takes me different places yeah, mentally. beautiful. I listened to this when I was driving to one of my lovely classes, and I just... I enjoyed it the whole way through the album from main to end, and I just... It's I dope. really felt it. It's yeah. dope. I highly I recommend was, the album. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, we give it a thumbs up on the Hell American yeah. Riddle podcast. Oh yeah, I mean it's 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 worth purchasing. Buy I'm okay it, with him not it. enjoying to make it. Just make more of them. <laughs> you know, if it was that easy for you, just keep them coming. Yeah. Well, he's definitely on fire. I mean, he's, well, uh, he's he's. Uh, I have, I mean, I've heard about him for a long time, but now that there's this like TV show and music, like just album and everything, he's kind of on fire, like you said, but. I'm uh, much more uh, receptive to him, and uh, I really do do see his genius, you know. And um, I'm 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 more of a fan than I used to be. So I uh, I enjoy him quite a bit, and I'm happy that he's around. And that's our that's our that's our album pick, <laughs> right? There you go. That works for me. That's what's up. Let's see. No, it's um. It's quick. It's dope. I like quick it. Quick review. I like it. Well, I mean, we could go down the line, but I mean, it's dope. I mean, he's dope. We've talked about him on the podcast many a time. Well, we talked about Atlanta. You know, I mean, he's 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 a special deal. And and yeah. and, and speaking of the, uh, you know, back to the uh, aforementioned uh, Star Wars, he is good playing Lando Calrissian. Oh yeah, that's right. In the, he's uh, all over the place. And you know, I'm that that Every brings me excitement be- because of him so much. I do. Do I again? I'm not going to get back into another Star Wars rant, but. Of course, I'll, I'll see it, but uh, I, I like. I want to see him. I want to see more of him. I want to see more of uh, of what he has to produce. Yeah. Um, and and watch his. He's I guess young his, man. There's so much more there. You know, watch his uh, 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 his whole um, you know artistic. Mm-hmm. I guess I can say genius unfold and blossom and grow uh, because I mean you know he's quite the talent yeah. and and within that uh, lies a lot of uh, you know uh, you know very very good if not great stuff for us 
And I think that what he has to offer is, is refreshing yep. because it's his interpretation and his take, whether it be hard for him or not, you know, we find value in it. For you sure. I, I mean, I just watching Atlanta, if you haven't watched it, I mean, Great go show. on demand on FX. You can probably buy it, buy it on iTunes. If you buy it, it's worth watching and it's worth rewatching. Yeah. Hands down. You can click on the American Riddle.com, the iTunes link. There you go. You can use that. It's been a while uh, we since could you use it, it. You know, also the Amazon banner. It's still Christmas. There's t- still time to shop. Mm-hmm. Please click on the American Riddle banner. <laughs> Show us a little love, people. That being said, I haven't mentioned it on this podcast. I haven't done it yet. But if I have to remind you of something, oh, <laughs> I know it's coming. How can you? How can you not say that this is the only podcast? You know, to be, you know, it's right there in endorsed. front. Endorsed. It's right there in front of you. I see it clearly. It's closer to me. I don't than know if it it's an endorsement, you. but I mean, it was blessed. Okay, blessed. the microphone has been blessed by Rakim, the God MC. Let me play it. The God MC. I mean, does it get any better than that? I never got to meet Rakim. And that's one of the people that inspired me a lot. Yo, y'all know who this man is? When you read, when you read every known article about this man, they talk about his lyrical, unquestioned. Lyrical, unquestioned on this man. Yo, honestly, I ain't never met Rakim yet. Y'all know what this is. This Rakim. Yeah, that's what we trying to meet, Rock. This is a living legend. I met Rakim before. I'm hoping to see Rakim again. And they holding it down right now for them to give me love, man. You know what I mean? I'm glad I came, Jay. Straight out. The only person I haven't seen yet is Rakim. You know what I'm saying? Once I see Rakim, my day will be complete. Niggas giving me love and they doing their thing right now. They ain't gotta give a fuck about Rock. They show me love, man. So you know what I mean? We good give a fuck about Rock. He's the only god in the whole rap game right now. Gotta give him respect. Gotta give him respect. Yeah. So I got this new. Hold on, Miriam Tazi. Hold on. Hold on. I'm holding. Yeah. I got this new segment called Rock Him Speaks. And within that segment, we're going to read. I I will this time. Maybe it'll be you next time. Maybe it'll be a guest. Maybe. We'll pick some lyrics by Rakim and just read them. We're not going to try to rap them because... Yeah, no, let's not not pretend like we can rap them like Rakim. But I just want to spell out... I just want to spell it out for the people so they know the heat that the God MC is bringing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and even today, we may even uh, do a... uh, Side by side comparison of some other lyrics. Not fair. So let's. Uh, I get this shitty version. Well, here, look. I just want to put it out there so that people know. And if they don't know, this is what they they may be missing uh, from from the God MC. You know what I mean? I mean, the people have to know it, right? So I, mean, I picked out. I picked out for, for Rock Him Speaks. I think that's going to be the name of this segment. I like that. I want to that's do a few a more. Name. I want to do a couple, few, a handful of segments. Not to be a segmented show, but I think uh, I think it might be easier for the listeners, and then we can also focus on the time constraints sometimes to have it a little bit more structured. But uh, this in Rakim speaks the first segment. 
Mariam Tazi. I'm pulling from a song uh, from called Uplift. What album? The God MC, baby. Shit. You don't even know what the, album it's do, from. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know. I do know. I just want to get my facts right, okay? Uh-huh. I mean, this isn't an organized... I'd like to be more organized. You but try it, it to be planned. easy because I ain't got engineers. But enough of what I don't got. What I do have is from, the, from uh, Rakim's album, The Master, the song Uplift. Okay. So some, let's, let's listen to Just the Just go. Read it. So yeah, it's the ghetto. Kid tests the devil to hit the next level. Wish they was a rebel with cerebral, mental. Inflex the bezel with the pedal to the metal. In a thug's paradise, where love have a price, so we love for life like thugs love the night. Are you kidding me? That's the shit, and you want to hear the shit that you want me to read? It's ridiculous. I'm not even done. It's not fair. Let let me finish it off. It's not a fair comparison. They sell drugs for ice for the bins with bug lights. Some Some hug mics to the world. Hug like um, hung like parasites. Sorry, they likes lethal. The mics lead you a sneak preview. Watch what we do, and what the hood teach you. I still see through the eye of the needle, so I can watch people, cause slug backwards is evil. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Huh? Uplift. The album is the master. I mean, I don't know, Mariam Tazi. I mean, what, what what could be better than that? I mean, think Are about that. Are you going to play it now? No, I'm not going to play it. I just want to hear this beat. You know I mean, from the God MC himself. I'll pot it down. But we were just thinking. We, 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 heard, we heard a song, right? We right. heard this song, and I was like, man, and I'm not going to do this because I don't want to shit on. I don't want to shit on any MCs. Definitely don't want to shit on, you know, uh, anyone's art. Uh, but there was a song. What's the name of the song? Huh? X, right? I think it's just called X, the right? letter X. Right? By yeah. who? Um, well, it's featuring Future. The album is Savage Mode and produced by 21 Savage Metro Boomin. Yeah. Okay. Um, so should I just go with the hook or should I go with the, the main, like the first verse? Yeah, let me hear the first. Let me, wait, wait. Let me, uh, let me hear the first verse. All right. <clears throat> All right. So compare Rakim's lyrics to this. I get this, thankfully. All right. Ten bad bitches in a mansion. Wrist on Millie Rock, then diamonds on me dancing. When you working hard, then your money start expanding. I got model bitches want to lick me like some candy. And then, some, and then drugs come in handy. Last name, savage bitch, but no, I'm not Randy. Hit her with no condom, had to make her eat a plan B. <laughs> and I'm sipping on that codeine, not brandy. First... Fucking verses. What's the hook? The, the hook is a fucking joke. I'm just stunting on my ex bitch. I'm just flexing on my ex bitch. Hold up, I'm just stunting again on my ex bitch. Hold up, I'm just flexing on my ex bitch. 
Fuck a wedding ring. I bought a necklace. <laughs> Diamonds got the flu. Trying to, not to catch this. I left that hoe alone because she was ratchet. All these bitches salty. They can't stand me. Terrible. They, they spent a lot of time with their ex. They spent a lot of time with their ex, huh? Ten bad bitches in a mesh. Race song, Millie rock them diamonds on me dance. It's a turn up song, right? I got model bitches wanna lick me like some candy. And them drugs come in handy. Last night, savage bitch, but no, I'm not Randy. Hit her with no condom, had to make her eat a plan B. And I'm sipping on that codeine, not brandy. I'm just starting on my ex, bitch. I'm just flexing on my ex. Great message. Hold up. I'm just starting on my ex, bitch. I'm just flexing on my ex, bitch. Truck a wedding ring, I bought a necklace. Diamonds got the flu, try not to catch this. I left that hoe alone cause she was ratchet. All these bitches salty, they can't stand <laughs> Flexing on that bitch. Hold up, flexing on that bitch. Bout a necklace on that bitch. Yeah, I think we get the point, right? Yeah, thank you. Well, I mean, again, this is this is a it's one of those examples. I mean, it, it's a turn up. You know, it's where you're at. You know, you're in the club, you're in your car, the system's right, bass is booming, right? Take it's it's more mood music, right? But I think not my I think world, but no, okay. not mine. I mean, I don't want to be around no X for that. I don't want to be thinking about you know when it comes down to that. You know what I mean? But you know, I it it, it it's a it's a it's a challenging time for parts of hip hop. There's no no doubt about it. Uh, uh, it's 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 a weird time, but also it's a very free time for artists to. Um, uh, to express themselves uh, in this in this way, and they did it back in the days. This isn't new. It's just that the, I think that to your point, uh, the point of your disgust is the fact that it's in the forefront and it's dominated. It is the era of that style. You know what I mean? Where I think we, um, you know, in a lot of ways, we need uh, need more of this. Yeah, in the stress ghetto, kids test the devil to hit the next level. Wish they was a rebel with several medals and flex the bezel with the pedal to the metal. In the dog's paradise, we love have a price. So we love for life like dogs love the night. They sell drugs for ice for the bends with the bug like Some hog mics to the world hog like parasites. But life's lethal, it might mislead you. A sleep preview, watch what we do and what the hood teach you. I still see through the eye of a needle so I can watch people because love backwards. You watch this, you watch this. Yo, it's time to uplift. Mm, mm, mm. That's the shit. Rakim Allah. You know what I mean? The God MC Mariam Tazi. You don't need to go, tell uh, me. Yeah, go do your thing. It's okay. <laughs> I'll be back. Yeah, I can. I think I can feel the, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to take a break, you know. Your body calls and you have to uh, do what you got to do, people. But I think that's, uh, you had to go pee. You she, you have to put everything in, in, in perspective. And there's there's a place and there's a time for stuff. So like I said before, I want to I definitely want to um keep this segment going of uh Rakim Speaks, where you will uh or where we will read uh different verses that uh that are written by the great 
written and performed by the great Rakim Allah. Uh, so if you, the listener, have, if you guys have any favorites, you want to call in, you want to leave a message, um, be a part of the podcast to read a verse, uh, you can do so. Just, uh, you know, you know how to how to find me. I'm on Twitter. You know my handle, at Malcolm Riddle on Twitter. Instagram, same thing, Malcolm Riddle. Facebook, I'm easy to find, Malcolm Riddle. Just Google me. I'm easy to find when it comes down to it. Or if you see me, you know, me or the African with attitude, and you want to, uh, 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 you know, read a lyric, I'm sure I've got a couple people coming up on the podcast, and we will have them involved in uh, Rakim Speaks in the very near future. So look out for that. And like I said before, I'm going to... Uh, I don't even know why I'm talking like that. I sound like a news guy. My voice changes. That's why I need an engineer, so I can relax, sit back, and just let the conversation flow. But I was just talking about, Miriam Tazi is back. I, I, I didn't hear you wash your hands. <laughs> Watch out now. You're touching Hi. my mic. I'm not touching shit, but I did okay. wash my hands. All right. I got to keep an eye on you. What were you talking about? I was just talking about the segment itself and getting people involved if they got a favorite rock hymn verse. Ooh. But it's not always going to be a comparison. Like I said, I'm not here to shit. It's just when I heard that song, I wasn't sure if that, you know, I knew what future, but the other guy was sounding like, who did I say it was? Tim, Timberland. Yeah, it sounded like Timberland. I was like, is that Tim? You know, it sounds a lot like, but you can't tell these days because so many people sound very similar. Mm. Anywho, there's, there, you know, hey, it is what it is. What are we going to do? You know what I mean? Not listen to it. That's what there's we're a lot of do. stuff. There's a lot of stuff out there that yes, it, it's out there. It's in the forefront. It's being played on the radio all the time. It's being played in the clubs. It's turn up music, and uh, we got to deal with it. But uh, there's there's good stuff out there too. Something I found that is good. What's that? And I haven't decided what this segment may be called. But my son, he sends me, you know, these cool videos. He sends me funny things all the time. But I told him I want him to to source out. Um, you know, something funny, something uh, that I haven't seen online. It may or may not be have gone viral, but just send me send me content, and I'll, I'm going to make a segment about it. So I haven't come up with a a name of it, okay? Yet, you know, but it was sent to me by uh, by Justin, aka Code Riddle, aka Jam Master J, aka J. You know what I mean? Huh? No J Bear. Yeah, a.k.a. J-Bear. He's got a lot of a.k.a.s. That's because he has you for a father. He's got uh, uh, J-Bear McGee, <laughs> a.k.a. AKA McGee. Really? J-Bear McGee? I call him McGee. <laughs> He's not a McGee. No, but it's just weird and funny. He's so you know, young. I call a lot of people McGee. McGee has like an age yeah, but you know. like level that you need to have. Your son is not a McGee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe it would be McGee's Corner or something. I don't know. No. But anyway, he sent me this, and I was thinking about, you know, in, in lieu of you and your chip eating, uh, oh. kind of, Miriam Tazi I likes love to, likes fucking chips, chips. You know? but yet this is the same person, people, she likes basic potato chips and yeah, Fritos I like and the stuff like that. salt and the, the oil. But the same person that doesn't eat donuts. I don't. I eat patisserie. Like I don't eat listen, donuts. Listen to this person. Patisserie. This yeah, person, pastries. Let me tell you about this person. Oh. One day I had, to, I had to take her somewhere. I had to drive her someplace, right? And I'm driving. And I'm like naming these places. I was like, oh, yeah, I used to work over here. I was like, you know, just sightseeing as you're driving. No big deal, right? Sightseeing. It was in the morning. It was like a late morning uh, trip some uh, someplace. An outing. 
wherever I was taking you. I was being a, a good person, picking mm-hmm. you up, dry, chauffeuring you around. <laughs> and uh, Thank you for you that, know, by the way. Lo and behold, you know, I figured the girl was hungry or something. So I'm like... Uh, no, it's because he was probably fucking hungry and wanted a me, damn donut. Let me just get to the story, right? Yeah. Tell so, it, tell so, it right. I'm, I'm telling it. I'm telling it like it is. The only way I know how. Mm. So I'm driving, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a nice, I'm a nice person. I'm a nice guy, right? So I'm, like, you know, maybe, maybe she needs something to eat. So I'm like, look up, and there's a Dunkin' Donuts. Mm. You know, when you see a Dunkin' Donut, people are drinking coffee. Mm. You know, they're freshly baked, Fucking glazed donuts, donuts eclairs, <sighs> apple no- fritters. Right, so I say, I, I was like, there's a Dunkin'. I was like, <laughs> all these buildings around this specific area, Fairfax. Everything closed down. Everything was closed down except one dunk. I was like, that place would never go out of business. I was like, that place has been there for about 30 damn years, it seems like. Legit. Straight up. Dunkin' Donuts. Everyone likes Dunkin' Donuts. Will not close down. It's a donut. (laughs) Right? So I'm driving. I'm like, uh, I was like, you're hungry? You want to go get a donut? Uh, (laughs) You want want a donut? She looks over. She goes, hmm. (laughs) Hmm. Well, do what you did. Say it. I was like, I don't eat donuts. I eat patisserie. And you took it like a fucking snobby. But I was like, do you know me? I don't eat donuts. I eat patisserie. That's right. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. (laughs) I don't have a fucking pastry for you. Yeah, a croissant or a pain au chocolat. Or, you know, something like that. Like, it's not that complicated. I I just want a croissant. Or, you know. Plain potato chips. Plain potato yeah. chips and, and sunflower seeds. Yeah, because I don't need... Yes. Sunflower seeds to no Pipit. end. Pipit. That's a Moroccan thing at the beach. You get the guy that comes by with ice cream and sunflower seeds what? and coffee and beignets. Okay? The motherfucker comes out and he's got all that Where? shit around in Morocco on the beach. They don't serve a shit Okay, in at the beaches. beach and you have to make sure that you sit next to where they come out of so it's the freshest beignets. We have a because the longer they walk by the beach, the more sand gets into it. So and you have to make sure that you're close by to where they come out of with the fresh beignets. Beignet. Trust me. But what's that? Les beignets chauds. It's go to New Orleans and you know what a beignet is. What it's is the just, fancy donut, okay? The one that's just like, pff, and need, it's not as like. I need that. It's a lot lighter and well, fluffier. I don't think the, 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 the beach is the place to eat a donut. It's delicious. It's yeah. all warm and delicious, uh, and they can give you coffee or tea on a beach at the fucking beach. And they have sunflower seeds, and they have ice cream. They have their little case around their neck and stuff. It's yeah, pipit. So and this. they have cigarettes. So pipit, garro, la glace. Like these are the they things do this that they, today. Yes, and they walk around. They yell this so that they can get advertisement. And lollipops. They have all kinds of things. Lollipops. Yes. Not cock pops. <laughs> no. <Huh? laughs> Definitely not cock pops at the Muslim beach. No. Tell, them, <laughs> tell, them, tell the audience what a cock pop is. It's a lollipop shaped in the cock. In the, the cock. It was but in it, a store. It was in a store, and it was also red, white, and blue. So it was very patriotic as well. I don't Interesting. What they sell in, in American malls these days. Yeah. We well, saw, we saw it's erotica in a, in a store recently. Uh-huh. So you're telling me you can get all Be- that stuff yes. cons- in, in a mobile concessions? They yes. don't do that. They don't do that here in the states. Well, Morocco is special. Uh, oui, oui. Yeah, and that's why we have pâtisserie. Anyway, the men go get pâtisserie in the morning. These, these chips. So back to the segment, which we have unnamed by Jay Mer- oh, Jay yeah. McGee. This is, uh, this is pretty cool, because this cat I started following on Instagram, his name's Mr. Hotspot. Cool young brother, man. Smooth. Uh, 
you know, he's a young cat, but he's one of those cats that has like tens of thousands, if not a hundred thousand followers. What is this? Well, th- this is, is like this an a, ad, or it's an it... ad, but it's 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 random. How many hits does it get so far? Like four hundred thousand views. That's a lot, oh, and yeah. it's basically this dude, Mister. He's like an internet sensation. I don't know if he's a YouTube, Instagram, whatever. But uh, I don't know what his background is. He's you know, if you go to Instagram and follow him, he does random stuff, kind of posts weird videos, dance videos, uh, you name That's it. That's funny shit. It's quick and quirky stuff. Okay. You know what I mean? But this is uh, where someone, I guess, introduces some new <laughs> rap snack. Yeah, some new new snack called uh, rap snack. What is it? Sour cream with a dab. <laughs> and so this is him reviewing the potato chip. Something as simple as that. Let's see if we can get it up, pot it up. These uh, long intros that they have. Yeah, you have no patience for them. Okay, now when it comes to chips, do you eat chips? For sure. Favorite <laughs> chips of all time? Chips like cereal. You know what I'm saying? Ch- cereal go good, and <laughs> chips go good. Together? Wait. <laughs> We got, yeah. This is gonna be a long podcast, people. I'm trying to. I'm, I've been trying to wrap it up for 20 minutes, but there's so much good content in this podcast. He's so serious about the comparison with his yeah. hand movements. And his voice. Yeah, I know. His voice. He's got like the Snoop Dogg early. You know what I mean? It's soft, but it's he means. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, but look at his eyes. He's totally fucked up. All right, go on. Oh, that's all right, though. I like his style. I like his. Go style on. I want to listen to the, his his. Let's back it up a little bit. <sighs> Cereal, you know what I'm saying? Cereal go good, and chips go good. He's high. Together? No shit. Nah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because you brought cereal out of nowhere. You might could just throw the chips in between the sandwich, you know what I'm saying? And it's going to go. Some people have done that. There's some some sandwiches out there with chips in between. But what is your favorite chips of all time? Is there, or like you go to the chip selection and you always grab... I don't have favorites for some reason. It's just, I like switching up. Like, oh, I ain't never tried those before. What you is? Well, let me ask you this. There's a new chips that just came out. They're called Wrap Snacks. And there's three three new flavors. Right. And they have three different wrappers on them. Um, I would love for you to try this new flavor with the Migos on the front. Let's see what you think. It's right there to the side of you. There's a bag. Go ahead and grab it. And see what you think of the uh, see what you think of the packaging. Sour cream with a dab of ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Pop it open. Chips are loud. Your honest That's opinion. That's the problem with them. You can't Some sneak slap them in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, amigos. Y'all might have just did it. <laughs> That tastes good. <laughs> Smackable. Goodness gracious. What, what you... I might have to die. <laughs> <laughs> like I was from the north side. Y'all done did something with this. Look, in that picture on the back. <laughs> Buy a song from them. Y'all should have put an iTunes link wow. under it. They actually have a, a something that you can scan on the back, actually. Yeah, about exciting. Them. 
Very. You see the little barcode? Yeah. The desk are smart for the neighborhood. Ready to see these in Walmart or something. Mom, go get them uh, slap snacks. The wrap snacks. Wrap snacks. With, with Migos on the front. <laughs> He's loving them. Are they Mr. Hotspot approved? Do it again. <laughs> I got to interview this brother. I need to find him. Yeah, but your son loves chips like I love chips, okay? Need, I've heard I stories need, about how he loves chips. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, my, my son used to, he probably wouldn't uh, want me telling story. Don't embarrass story. him. Just stop. I've Just already stop started. Right there. I've Just committed. don't do it. <laughs> he, yeah. Don't he, do it. I he, know the story. Don't do it. What do you mean? He said, it's no big deal. He'd like to eat chips so much he'd go in the bathroom <laughs> and sit down on his toilet and eat chips. If you like three or four bags. Yeah, but you know who told me that story? Yeah. Victor. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's just he did it. He would eat chips, but where do the chips go? Going to the bathroom in the corner is like like five bags of chips balled up. This motherfucker went in and snacked away. He likes chips. It's no big deal. Whatever you like, people, whatever moves you. That's what you gotta do. You gotta remember to stick with the stuff. Don't be like me. You know what I mean? And fall out of love stuff. If you love chips, you know what I mean? I love Love chips. them any. Yeah, love them all the time, any place, anywhere. It's a if, problem, though. If it's in the bathroom, on the toilet, no, it's love them. Like <laughs> love those chips, people. Domino, motherfucker. Yeah, in the stress ghetto, kids test the devil to hit the next level. Wish they was a rebel with several metal and flex the bezel with the pedal to the metal. In the dog's paradise, we love have a price. So we love for life like dogs love the night. They sell drugs for ice for the bends with the bug life. Some hog mics to the world hog like parasite. But life's lethal, it might mislead you. A sleep preview, watch what we do and what the hood do. I still see through the eye of a needle so I can watch people because love backwards. Yo, what's this? Yo, what's this? Yo, it's time to uplift. They think all we do is bust clips and puff slips and plus whips and clutch chips and touch chips. Blowing rocks like Fort Knox and horn blocks. Torn cops with more props than we want not. Panhandling with your mans in them. Scrambling, gambling, plans to win while the cops clock them. Please block them. Women them, watch them. Traders want to chop them. Hey, yo, what's the problem? Before the knocks knock them, opposite players plot to rob them. The ghetto got them. My man said it's rough at the bottom. Ghetto alert, let's do whatever work to get ready to curse. We went from first to America's worst on this competitive turf. Now let's inherit the earth. Let's more boss for one another and call shots. From 12 o'clock to the next ball drop. All year around, cause we suffer non-stop. You think it's rough at the bottom, see the rougher on top. A beat's gonna have to reach a turn for me. And everybody's out of the street to be sunny. Ain't nothing funny, burn funny, you burn honeys. And earn money, you watch the century turn 20. We all should. From the woods to the big cities and the small hoods. Everybody should be welcome to ball up your club. But we fall cause we brawl. Yo, it ain't all good. We need to play right, stay tight with your A alike. Keep your game tight, no need to play trite. Get cheese from daylight till the late night. And it shouldn't take death to appreciate life. Before a lot perish, we got the terrace. And for law letters, get proper nervous to the block flourish. In this metropolis, stay on top of this. You know what the profit is, be prosperous. Now we networking. Respect the next person, it'll be less hurting or left lurking. While we kept our jets lurking, connect set for certain. Total net lurking. Last 
last chance to advance and stats grands if you have plans to have fam in mad land. Own shine, condone crime, a whole nine. I know what the problem is, killing our own kind. To my flamethrowers, train sober, remain soldiers. Stay sane so these pretty dames can hold us. Never to rain rollers and range rovers to the train goers. Claim your fame, maintain till your game's over. Get on alert, let's do whatever work to get ready to curse. We went from first to America's worst on this competitive turf. Now let's inherit the earth. Let's ball blast for one another and call shots. From 12 o'clock to the next ball drop. All year around, cause we suffer non-stop. You think it's rough at the bottom, so you've rougher on top. Our peeps gonna have to reach a turn for me. And everybody's side of the street to be sunny. Ain't nothing funny, burn plenty and burn honeys. And earn money and watch the sets of you turn 20.